Ray, welcome back. Keen to dive into a Christmas Eve program. Rich, so hopefully we can find a few winners this afternoon. Anthony Manson has a busy schedule. Not that his normal schedule isn't all that busy, but it's great to have him join us for the Sydney Form on a good day of racing. Anthony, good morning to you. Morning, Richard. Morning, Ray. I am uh, I'm Sky Racing's number 14, I like to call myself. <laughs> I'm called off the bench for all sorts of things. It's been seven years since I've done this role, would you believe it, Richard? Well, you're versatile, and that's uh, that's why you're here, and it's good to have you with us for the next hour, and we'll be talking to Anthony. Uh, you might have a few radio spots coming up. We will make use of him. Don't worry. Um, I'm tipping it's a fairly big day tomorrow in the Munsey compound. More grandkids poking up all around the place, and big Christmas day for everyone. Hello, Muns. Yes, good morning to you, Richard. Good morning to Ray. Good morning to uh, Anthony, all of the listeners. Yes, it's uh, always a big day in the Munsey. A big week in the Munsey household, Richard. Uh, last night we celebrated uh, my little sister and her husband had a joint 50th birthday party. Uh, my big sister is her birthday today, Jeez. Christmas Eve. So happy um, happy birthday to Michelle. And that's always a, a party at the, the Munsey uh, residence, uh, the compound over there in the eastern suburbs, and then uh, the Battlers have their day out here in the Golden Southwest tomorrow. So, uh, and then just roll into Boxing Day and the races again. So, uh, uh, Anthony, seven years. Uh, what do you like at reading the prices out? Um, I might get you to, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> fill in that role if you wouldn't mind. Uh, give me a bit of a rest. <laughs> We've had a bit of practice at that as well. I worked with you many years ago in a similar role, so I could handle it as well. Beautiful. There's a chance for you there. You've got to get it off in first, Anthony. Let's dive into this uh, <laughs> meeting today. Two-year-olds start the day. Let's get stuck in, Muns. The drink-wise plate, you can't tell me that punters won't want to have a good look at this race. Empire of Japan versus Godfather versus Platinum Jubilee. Tell us a bit about this tab market, if you will. Yeah, and of course, this will reshape the Magic Millions market, as will the uh, the BJ McLaughlin at uh, Doombin today. But uh, the first here, we start with Empire of Japan, who is the $2.40 favourite. Godfather at $4.60. Cathay Bracelet is a $31 chance. Fire Lane is a $10 pop. Platinum Jubilee at $2.50. Pretty row, uh, the earmuffs pre-race uh, for this two-year-old, making its debut for Robert and Luke Price, a $26 chance. Relatives is out, the deduction there, two cents a win and one cent the place. And Super Norwest, um, big group of owners there. I know Leviathan owner Gavin Carmody, who's, uh, who'll be hosting Sky Thoroughbred Central today, has two runners in today. If GP Carmody in Super Norwest is the same as the GP Carmody that's in Green Shadows later on. Uh, Gav, uh, it is a $41 pop. Uh, roughly 70% more money on Empire of Japan than Platinum Jubilee and just looking for all the other runners at the moment. Speed Ray. Interesting, Rich. Um, look, Godfather led almost by default when he won his debut at Eagle Farm. It might be the case today. We heard from Brad Widdup. He wants to take a, a sit with Fire Lane. It all comes back to what Regan Bayless wants to do on Platinum Jubilee and the intent he shows early. Empire of Japan will be stalking this pace. Intriguing speed map, Anthony. Couldn't agree more, Ray. Uh, I think from Platinum Jubilee, from the outside gate in a small field, maybe they just put the foot down and try and cross them. She was pretty fast in a recent trial at Rose Hill, and I think she's probably got the toe in, considered that Fire Lane wants to take a sit and... As you said, Godfather found the lead in Brisbane on default. I hope he pushes the button and sends it straight to the front. Your numbers, Anthony. 
five, one, two, and six. I'll lean her way. I think the Phillies come back in slightly better order than the Colt Empire of Japan. It obviously sets up as a as a great battle between the two. She's had two trials. She looked very sharp in that recent trial that Rose Hill when she crossed. There was nine in that trial. She crossed them easily. She ran fast time. It was the fastest of the nine 900-meter heats for the morning. I think she's just made a little bit more progression than the Colt. Obviously, they were both very impressive winning on their debuts in the gym crack and the breeders' plate. But if she can get across and find the fence and the lead, and just based on that most recent trial, I'm, I'm hoping that um, I'm hoping that they do that. I think she's the one to beat. From one Empire of Japan, he's also looked very good at the trials. I'm no knock on him. I just think the other one might have made a little bit more progression. Um, Godfather probably positions right behind them. He'll get every chance to run well. And I thought this first start at number six, Pretty Row, uh, gets an inside gate to follow on debut. We've only seen it once at the trials, and it set outside the leader in a recent Randwick trial, but they were in very fast time that day. And uh, as I said, with the inside gate for its debut, I'm just keeping a watch on it. But uh, five to beat, one, two, six. I'm leaning towards Godfather here, boys. I, look, I, I thought there was a lot of merit in his Eagle Farm win. He, he controlled the tempo. He ran home at fast sectionals, won very easily. That was only two weeks ago. That race fitness edge just might be... Um, decisive here and at the odds I just thought two Godfather might be the way to go but look no knock on one Empire of Japan or five Platinum Jubilee they are top class two year olds and this is a tremendous uh, juvenile opener to the meeting this afternoon of the rest four fire lane her two runs have been very very good but she's taking on some really good two year olds here looking forward to the opener two Godfather on top from one Empire of Japan five Platinum Jubilee and four fire lane Good race, great race to start the day. Uh, Darren Flindell will be with us for Behind the Gates and uh, join the conversation there. But uh, we'll get uh, we'll get Darren's numbers for you shortly on the two-year-olds and the other races on the day. Race two, Munns, the Bisley Workwear. And we have a benchmark 78 going over the 1,800 metres. Yes, uh, just that magic millions market as it stands at the moment, uh, Richard, and as I said, will be impacted by this first race. Empire of Japan, the $5 favourite for the magic millions, over Platinum Jubilee at $6. Now, Miss Cooter will go around in the BJ McLaughlin at Doom as a $9 chance. Godfather's at 11 Empress of Wonder at 11 and then a number of runners at $15, including the Novelist, who will go around at Doom it as well. So uh, we'll have a, a new market on the Magic Millions today, as uh, is the case, and changes every day in the lead-up to that race in a few weeks' time. The second, as you said, the Bisley work we're here, and we start with Court Deep. Uh, of course, uh, morning to the Deep family there that's uh, probably tuning in. Uh, it is... Uh, was $12 earlier today and uh, still is caught deep. Uh, we've got Irish legend now, earmuffs pre-race on this imported Galloper uh, Irish legend and it is a $7 chance. We've got Logan Street Lion, scratch from Doomba to run here and it is $3.80 and favourite. Mark Schnell at $12. Deficit on the backup from last Saturday at $5.50. Golden Gorge is a $13 chance. We've got Touristic with the earmuffs pre-race at $6. Timphonist is an $8 chance. The Dramatist, morning to Rod Northam and the team there, at $11. And Pacini is at $81. Most popular runner here, Logan Street Lion. Now, no scratchings here, as much as $5.50 
bit about this Galloper. He's been uh, all around the world. He hasn't started in Sydney, but he has started in Melbourne and Brisbane. He's been 555, 423.80 since Wednesday. Has more than doubled the investment on the second pick, which is deficit, basically unchanged at the 550. And Turistic, a very interesting import, having his second start in Australia. Uh, he's 10 into as short as 550 and back out to $6. Ray. Yeah, I think Mark Snell probably leads here, Rich, um, quite comfortably. Court Deep might come across and potentially put some pressure on Mark Snell. Court Deep does like to roll forward in his races. I think the likes of Logan Street, Lion, Deficit and Golden Gorge should get lovely runs just off the speed. Probably average tempo here. Anthony? I saw it the same way, Ray. Numbers are five to beat three, eight and one. I'm giving Deficit a chance here. He's had three runs back from a spell. Gee, I thought it was a pretty good run last start behind Colour Sergeant. It was a really slowly run race. He was mathematically no hope of winning, but he did a great job to get with within sort of a length and three quarters of the winner. Peaks here, fourth up, getting to 1,800 metres. I'd like to see them be positive and use the gate. He gets a good draw for Ben Mellon here. And he does have the ability to position closer. If you go through his form earlier on in his career, he has a position closer in the run. And as Ray said, hopefully just off the speed. And that's good enough to see him uh, just about win this, I would have thought. From number three, Logan Street line down from Queensland. But they've really picked their right mark with him. Uh, looks a good a good race to bring him to Sydney for. It is his first time beyond a mile. He'll get every chance to run it from an inside gate. Horse number eight, Timpanist, was really strong through the line, winning at its most recent run. And that form has stacked up with the second horse winning at Warwick Farm on Wednesday. So I'm no knock on him. Well, number one, Court Deep probably rides the speed. And if you go on that first up win at Bendigo, it was a really tough effort. That secret glamour form reads really good. And uh, even the third horse out of that, he's exceptional. He's won a couple of times since. So that's a really strong form reference. And he's a horse that rides the speed and gives himself every chance. Five, three, eight and one. I'm with deficit too, Anthony. I think there are plenty of excuses for his Randwick run last week. He just got... um. Uh, held up for a, a vital stage in what was the sprint home, as Anthony pointed out. I think his last 100 metres was indicative of a horse who's um, looking for 1,800 metres now, and uh, I think this race will be run too soon. I agree he can take up a, a slightly closer position in the run. I think he gets run of the race here, Anthony. I think he gets his chance. Um, eight Timpanist, underrated horse. He was third up the other day, and gee, he was good running down Billiton. Billiton's come out and won again at the Warwick Farm midweek, so the form around Timpanist is strong, and I know this is a tougher race, but uh, he's an improving horse, and he does run a strong 1,800. Logan Street Lion uh, gets out to 1,800 metres now. We heard from Chris Waller earlier. That's the reason he's brought him to Sydney from Brisbane. He just wasn't, or didn't have the toe to run a strong, run 1,600 metres, 1,800 metres he needs now, and 7-2 risk the interesting runner. I thought his Australian debut at Rose Hill in the tenderized race was an eye catcher, and he can only improve. Five, eight, three, and seven deficit on top in the second. Uh, Darren's tips in front of us here, and um, five, seven, two, and three for Darren here. Five deficit to beat seven touristic, two Irish legend, and three Logan Street Lion. Five, seven, two and three. And just going back to Darren's numbers in race one. He's with number five here, Platinum Jubilee, to beat one Empire of Japan, two Godfather and four Fire Lane. So five, one, two and four. If you like Darren's numbers there, want to hear them in race one. Race three, let's go two months. The, the agency real estate handicap here, a benchmark 72 over the mile.
Yes, and we start with Exalatus here, who is a $10 chance. Estadio Mastala uh, at $3.20. We've got Timfordist out, no deduction. E Street uh, is out, $0.03 cents a win and $0.02 cents a place. Rebel County is a $9 chance. Naval Seal is out, no deduction. This will be the one at $10. Osbred Flirt, $3.10. That price makes it favourite only just. Mediaro. Now, Dylan Gibbons will only claim a kilo and a half here. So that listener uh, that rang us on Putters Postmortem on Monday morning, Dylan Gibbons' riding weight is 54, uh, 54 kilos, not $54. Uh, so he'll only be claiming a kilo and a half here. And the connections have decided to put him on, despite the fact he's not taking the full two kilos. Uh, $23. In the summertime is at $17. Tenderize at 6 The Noble Beauty is a scratching no deduction for it. Very, very good uh, betting race. This uh, only a, a smallish field, but a very good betting race. Best supported runner is Estadio Mastala. Uh, it has uh, 50% more on it than the second pick, which is actually Tenderize. And Tenderize has basically been $6 all the way through. Estadio Mastala as much as four forty, but uh, with the scratchings, it's been sort of bouncing three twenty, three thirty the last few days. And third pick is Osbred Flirt, who did go up the favourite. But those three clearly ahead of the rest of the field. Uh, the next pick, and there was money for it, was into summertime, who we did put up $41 about. I think they might try and make use of Tenderizer's lightweight here, Anthony, maybe hold the rail and lead, unless they want to ride Osbred Flirt with intent. Rebel, uh, Rebel County, the other horse who likes to roll forward. I think this will be run at a, a fairly genuine tempo here. Yes, yeah, saw it the same way. Tenderizer and Rebel County to lead, and Osbred Flirt just off those. On with Osbred Flirt, eight to beat 7, 2 and 11. She's absolutely airborne down at Kembla Grange. She's destroyed the field the last two wins. Uh, she's run time. She looks absolutely up to making this level on a Saturday. And if you go back to a, a run three starts ago behind Kemagai at Hawkesbury when she was desperately unlucky, that sort of ties in to, to say that she's right up to, to Saturday class. And tactically, I think she'll have an advantage on a few of her main rivals here, particularly Estadio Mastala, uh, and that's, uh, that might be enough to just see her be too good for this lot. Osbred Flirt on top. Uh, number seven, this will be the one. Uh, put him in for second. He knuckled down really strongly his last 100, and the winner just had the dream run the other day. But he gets to the mile now, and I think he's just about ready to peak. He gets a little claim that'll help. Estadio Mastala, well, drew barrier eight of eight, settled last on a slow tempo. First four around the corner were the first two past the post last race. Like, he was no hope of winning. Uh, but the same could be said for in the summertime down the bottom. Uh, and actually, he seemed to run probably slightly better than Estadio Mastalo if you go off their figures. So he's got to be a chance. He'll make use of, a, of the gate and, and put himself a little bit closer, which will help his chances. Uh, and tenderise, uh, as Ray said, probably gets out and leads and gives them something to chase. Uh, eight to beat, seven, two and eleven. Yeah, I'm with you again, Anthony. I think Osbred Flirt's a promising mare. She has monstered her rivals at Kembla the last two starts. Getting onto good tracks, her form has just, um, just taken a different level now, and she's a really promising mare with that ability to, to race on speed, quick and run sectionals, and she appears to do it with plenty in reserve too, Anthony. There's a lot of upside here from a lightly raced Maurice mare. Eight Osbred Flirt. I think she's one of the more exciting horses going around today. Look, I'm giving two Estadio Mastalo another chance here. We heard from Chris Waller earlier. The tempo was against him at Rose Hill last start. At his first Australian start previously, they ran along and he 
um, came from back in the field and was very impressive. The tempo will be more suitable today, so watch for Estadio and Mistala heading the line with a lot more gusto. One Excelotus is nothing wrong with his form. He'll position up just behind this lead and he'll run well. An 11 10 to rise. Uh, I think it probably gets to control the tempo up front or at least settle on speed and he comes off a fighting effort at Rose Hill last start with his light weight. He'll give some cheek. 8 Osbred flirt on top. 8 2 1 and 11. Uh, Darren uh, is with number 8 Osbred flirt as well. 8 to beat 2 7 and 11. 8 Osbred fir, uh, flirt 2 Mustadio Mustala. 7 this will be the 1 and 11 tenderize. 8 2 7 and 11. If you just join us this is the Sydney form Anthony Manton, uh, Ray Thomas and Munza myself going through a pre-Christmas meeting. And uh, there's going to be a pretty happy uh, tab highway uh, ownership group, Muns. And I said, saying all morning, Muns, it's uh, you win a race today. That DVD plays on a loop at Christmas lunch tomorrow. <laughs> How's oh, your market for watch. the tab highway? Well, well it'll beat di- you know it'll beat watching Die Hard or Home Alone. Oh, I don't know uh, about that. <laughs> I tell you what, <laughs> you've had a winner on you've had a winner on Christmas Eve, uh, Richard. You'll be watching the winner. You Cla- won't be watching Die Hard or Home Alone or Clark Griswold. Oh, yeah, Clark got a run the other <laughs> night. He, I think he had the backup. He had uh, um, he had Christmas vacation all up uh, Vegas vacation uh, the other night. But uh, let's get nice. on to the Tab Highway, uh, where we have Valiant. You might be able to afford a new one if you're back the winner of this. And it is a $26 chance. We've got Salire, our favourite, at $2.70. Penthouse, last start highway winner at $5.50. Little profit. Well, you'll be having to show one today. Uh, it is a 101 chance. Raul is out. One yesterday. One sent the win and one sent the place. Reveal the Magic is an $81 pop. Proverbial at $12. The Storm in Me, uh, it's running at Wyong, I think you'll find. No deduction for it being scratched. Vilified, uh, second of the Colt Prosser runners here, and it's at $23. Clifton Springs for Cav at $8.50. Justin Reach is at $8.50. Iconic Dame, resuming, is at $7.50. Aramathea, at $23. Hardy is out, no deduction. A guinea with Ellen Hennessy on board. We've uh, spoken to Ellen this morning. It's an $11 chance and scratch the remaining runners. Sapito Beauty runs at Mooney Valley. Out, $0.09 cents a win and $0.08 cents a place. Volterra, no deduction. Liz Tomania, no deduction. Astrolith, out, $0.03 cents a win and $0.02 cents the place. Uh, best supported runner here is Salire. Uh, as much as $4.40, bet about it. Uh, got into a shortest 290 yesterday. Went back to 310 this morning. They've taken 310. They've taken three dollars. They've taken 280, and is now 270. And it's seven times as popular as its nearest rival, which is Iconic Dame. Got a slight twist in this morning. Uh, eight into 750, and third pick would be a guinea. Stack of speed here, Anthony. Aramathia looks to hold the rail from that good gate, but Penthouse will come across with Clifton Springs out wide, and the tempo will be will be solid, and back markers will get their chance. They'll get their chance, won't they? Particularly number two, Salire, two to beat 12, 3 and 11. He just got that booming finish on him, doesn't he, Salire? He probably just ran out of time in the most recent run behind Penthouse. He got held up on the home turn. He rattled home. That was over a 1,000. He gets an extra 100 metres and off the back of a good tempo with that booming finish that he's got, I can see him running over the top of them. Number 12, Iconic Dame. She is a proven highway performer. She's first up. She's had a really quiet trial at Canberra. Uh, She finished alongside a horse that gapped them in the last race at Wagga yesterday. 
And as I said, she's a proven highway performer and she's tactically very good. She puts herself up on speed and she's tough to get past. So she'll make her own luck and run really well here. Penthouse, if it can cross and find the fence from the outside gate or near enough to the outside gate like last time, she'll give them something to chase. But she's going to get some competition for that spot. And horse number 11, just in reach. I gave it a chance. Um, this horse is going really well uh, at Canamble and Scone. It's last two wins. You can draw a line through the likes of um, Extra Flash, who, who finished fifth to Penthouse in the highway, and, and even last start beat Proverbial, who was a proven highway performer. So I think Justin Reach's form measures right up here. Uh, it does have a five-week break between runs, but it was very good in a recent trial at, um, at Tamworth, so I gave it a chance. But two to beat, 12, 3 and 11 there, right? Yeah, I see it similarly, Anthony. I've got Salire on top as well. Look, I know the rail's out nine metres, a slight issue, but um, look, this horse is in tremendous form. We heard from Cameron Crockett earlier, Anthony, may not have to settle as far back as he has as his, at his last two uh, highway efforts over 1,000. The key here, 1,100 metres, solid tempo. James McDonald rides, maybe sits midfield possibly with cover, peels out, watch out. Two Salire on top, three Penthouse she'll be... Um, either leading or on speed for a long way. She was really good at the end of a 1,000 last start from a wide barrier, and she'll, third up here, she'll only be fitter. Um, I also think Justin Reach comes to town in terrific touch and just need a little bit of luck from that awkward gait, but uh, a nice horse in great form. And Clifton Springs split Penthouse and Salire last start, and despite his wide draw, I think he can run a good race. 2, 3, 11 and 10, Salire on top. Darren Thundell, number three, Penthouse on top in the highway. Penthouse to be number two, Salire. Ten, Clifton Springs. And 15, a guinea. Three, two, ten, fifteen for Darren. Race four, the highway. On to race five, we go Munns. Today's midway, and we'll have a benchmark 72 up over the 2,000 metres. Yeah, robbed of a bit of interest with Real Peace not getting a run, but uh, hopefully he'll get a start next week. Uh, let's have a look at this market here, where main stage is our toppy. And it was a $16 chance earlier. And if I had it on the right race, it'd be easy. Uh, it still is. We've got Made by Khan, $4.40. Media Stargast is a $3.10 chance. The Guru at $12. Olympic Gaze at 16 Prince Aurelius at $7.50. Ripped is a $13 chance. Flambeur at $31. Nyota with a visor on today at $9.50. And Loving Scylla is an $8.50 pop. Uh, not the busiest betting race, probably waiting to see where the emergency's got to run, but uh, Made by Khan is our uh, best supported runner here. It sat $5 from Wednesday all the way through to about 10 minutes ago, and it's into $4.40. Around one-fifth of the total investment on it has come this morning, and it's clearly the top pick here. Uh, second pick would be Media Stargast, and third pick would be Ripped. They'll roll along here, won't they? Anthony Prince Aruis likes to bowl up front, as does main stage. I can see Made by Khan coming across and tucking in behind them. Again, a race with good, genuine tempo. Yeah, I don't think they'll want to take on Prince Aurelius. He generally gets it on his own. Look, it's a race that I wasn't super confident in. I'm going to lean his way. Six to beat nine, three and two. He's pretty reliable. You know where he's going to be. He'll be out in front, out of trouble. And I thought he did a good job. He went down fighting behind King Rattel at his most recent run. It is his first time beyond 1,600 metres, but he's well into his prep. He's an on-speed, tough horse. He should be fit enough for it this time of year on a dry deck. 
he'll give a pretty good side in front, in front with not a huge amount of confidence. Nine, Niotta won't be too far off the speed. Uh, she was pretty good at Hawkesbury last start. That form around Awesome John stood up quite well. He was placed at Flemington recently. She does drop six and a half kilos, so she gets a chance to ride the speed and give a side here. Three media star guests, gets the right run. Nothing wrong with its midweek form at Canterbury. It's going really well. While number two, made by Khan, should just be about ready now. It's had a couple of runs back from a spell. Was no match for the winner last start, but I thought it chipped away pretty good, and it does go forward. Six, nine, three, and two, but not a lot of confidence in race five. Yeah, I'm with Made by Khan. I, I thought his run in that zoom-on race at Rose Hill was excellent. He got to 2,000 metres second up. It was a brutal tempo that day, and he looked to be struggling at the top of the straight, but he fought on really well and finished fourth to zoom-on and, and King of Clubs, who's a, a good chance in the next race. And third up here gets a nice run, tucking in behind that solid speed of Prince Aurelius and main stage. And I think he's going to take a lot of beating here for Dylan Gibbons, too, Made by Khan on top. From three media star guests, um, held on to win at Canterbury two starts back, had excuses last start when didn't get a lot of room up the inside. It's going well, should run another honest race here. I agree, six Prince Aurelius gets his chance today. He was just nutted on the line by the fast finishing King Rattel last start. And 10 loving Scylla gets back, always runs home, and she does get. Uh, conditions to suit today. But I'm pretty keen on two made by Khan in race five, two, three, six and ten. Might need another number, uh, fourth number here for Darren, but uh, certainly ten on top. Loving Scylla uh, for Darren, ten to beat seven ripped and three media star guests. We'll get another uh, fourth number from Darren um, shortly, but ten seven and three and a fourth number to come there let's get on to our uh, staying race on the day here Munns a mile and a half the journey for race six the precise air handicap benchmark 78 mile and a half yeah, we start with King of Clubs here. Second run back, but he has had a trial after he resumed behind Zoomon. And he's got Synthetic Hoof Filler on today. And there's a $3.90 chance making it favourite at that price. Smirk on the backup from last Saturday at $12. McGeehan is a $9.50 chance. Just a Jedi with the earmuffs pre-race off at $9.50. Fonga Wonder at $5.50. Intuition is a $41 chance. Peppers goes to 11 Tudor Prince at 19 Agnelli. Now, James McDonald at this stage, a half kilo over at 55 and a half. Um, it's at $7. Zagalo with the winkers on at $61. Credit Crunch at 26 Awesome wonder. Reese Jones only claiming one kilo at the moment at $8.50. And Port of Jeddah. Ellen Hennessy will claim one and a half kilos here. And it is a $151 pop. Best supported runner is the Toppy and King of Clubs. As much as five fifty, bet about it. Firmed every day. Five fifty, four forty, four dollars, three ninety, and has been three ninety for uh, well over twenty four hours. In fact, half of the money invested on it has come since it's been three dollars and ninety cents. Four times as popular as the second pick, which is Fonga Wonder. Uh, it's just out of uh, sorry. It's been five fifty basically from the get go Wednesday. Uh, third pick would be Just Smirk ahead of Just a Jedi. Yeah, what leads here, Anthony? Look, maybe McGeehan um, rolls to the front. Uh, there's no designated leader. It's really interesting. The stewards map have King of Clubs crossing and leading. We put that to Adrian Bott earlier, and he, he didn't rule out the horse, certainly settling a lot closer than he did at Rose Hill, but this will only be run at an average tempo. 
Mm, okay, interesting comments from Adrian. I didn't hear that. Uh, I'm hoping they just go forward on him from the outside gate. Mm. I thought today was the day that they do just push the button and send him to the front. He had one run back from that five-month break in the race, won by Zumon. I thought he did a terrific job. Settled midfield, he chased really hard, crying out for the extra trip. And as you said, there's not a lot of speed in this race. Maybe only McGeehan's the only other on-speed yeah. horse. Mm. So I just thought they pushed the button, sent him to the front, and he's got the class to win this King of Clubs. I'm leading his way. One, to beat horse number five, Wanga Wanda. She's in career best form, this mare. She's going super. She really knuckled down to fight it out with media start guest at Canterbury last time. Uh, beat Colour Sergeant the run prior. That horse has since won at Ramwick. So that form all stacks up pretty good. Drops three kilos here. Gets a claim. Gee, it'll be hard to beat. Horse number two, Smirk. Will it come out of that same race behind Zoom on two runs ago? Ran a pretty good, it was a pretty good effort too. Was held up at one stage. But last week covered more ground than the early explorers, as we like to say. Complete forget on a seven-day backup with a good draw. It can improve. While number four, Just a Jedi, was very good at the midweeks, winning at Warwick Farm, was strong through the line and is a proven uh, proven performer at this distance. So one on top, King of Clubs. Uh, I'm hoping he finds the lead, and if he does, he'll be very hard to run down. One, five, two, and four. Yeah, I think he'll certainly be up on speed, and if that's the case, um, Anthony, he'll be controlling the race, King of Clubs, and I'm with him as well. Uh, I know he's getting to 2,400 metres quickly second up, but these English-bred stayers, they're, they're natural staying types, and, he's, and the way he hit the line off a fast speed to run second to zoom on first up, a really um, excellent return and suggested he's looking for 2,400 metres already. He's the one to beat one King of Clubs from five Wonga Wanda, who is in great form, as is the Kim War stable. And this mare also has been giving the impression she needs 2,400 metres. She'll be running home hard, as always. Uh, four Just a Jedi and 12 Awesome Wonder come out of the same Warwick Farm 2,400 metre race that Just a Jedi won and Awesome Wonder ran home well to run third. They'll both run well given they've had that tough seasoning run at the trip. But one King of Clubs, he's a horse going places. One, five, four and twelve. Darren thinks the same way. Number one, King of Clubs to be scoring in race number six. Uh, one, five, four and three for Darren. One King of Clubs to beat five Fonga Wonder. Four Just a Jedi and three McGeehan. One, five, Four and three. 20 minutes to nine. This is the Sydney Form Talk. Ray Thomas, Anthony Matt, and Glenn Munsey will take a short break and come back with a good look at the Ramwick Quaddy races 7 through 10. Zusain, the best son of champion sire, Suzdar. Zusain shot through, grabbed the lead. A group two winning two year old. Zusain by two lengths on the line. Runner up in the sire making Golden Rose and Cool More stud stakes. Zusain in front. The Autumn Sun's levelling up late. They hit it. Zusane, first crop yearling selling in 2023. And the Zoom Star cult's been too good. Zusane, the dynasty continues. Widden Stud, Valley of Champions. The sun is shining, the waves are crashing, and hooves are thundering in the southeast. It feels like summer is here, and with it, the Queensland Summer Racing Carnival. Last year, eventual Magic Millions two-year-old classic queen Coolan Gatta dominated the Group 3 BJ McLaughlin Stakes. Will we see this year's winner follow a similar path? The stage is set for another epic battle as the state's best juveniles look to shore up their spot on the Gold Coast in January. It feels like summer again, and Queensland is racing. For all the details, visit queenslandsummercarnival.com.au. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamble. Help 1800 858 858. Tab has racing offers on tap this Saturday. 
Betfix odds on all races at Randwick, Mooney Valley and Doombin. And if you run second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back on a massive 28 races across three tracks this Saturday with Tab. For racing on Tab, download the Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help 1800 858 858. The Southern Hemisphere's best yearlings on Australia's holiday playground. The 2023 Magic Millions Gold Coast Yearling Sale. January 10 to 16. It's the sale where the smart buyers shop for superstars. Graduates include Spring Carnival stars Cool and Gatter, Alligator Blood, Madame Pomery, Jackano, Ellsberg, Manzois, In Secret and Hong Kong champion Golden 60. The Gold Coast Yearling Sale offers the cream of the Australasian yearling crop. See the catalogue at magicmillions.com.au. Racing HQ, brought to you by TAB. For racing on TAB, download the new TAB app. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1800 858 858. Welcome back, Saturday morning, Sky Thoroughbred Central. You can tune in for the last little bit up until 9 o'clock or you might just be on the wireless around the place. If you're at work, good luck to you. If you're on holidays, good luck to you as well. And uh, we're trying to find a few winners here working our way through Rang Week. And we're up to race number seven today. And Munns, this will be the Schweppes Handicap, a benchmark 88 over the Rang Week Mile. Or, oh, Richard, you might be lining up at the uh, the fish uh, place to get your prawns and your oysters and your lobsters. Um, you should have got up earlier and uh, got that. But uh, I'll tell you what, I've never run into so many people so early in the morning. What time are uh, you down there? Uh, half past five. I wasn't at the fish markets. I was only up at Roselands because they've, they've, uh, the, the grouse uh, fish shop there has been uh, it's 36 hours trading. In a row, Chris Roots is going. Chris Roots is going after the last today, and he thinks he's going to stroll in, and we'll all be okay. <laughs> yes, well, you know, Rooter, what would you expect? Um, <laughs> you know, if you couldn't get him out a bit early. Can't get him to arrive at golf on time. Right, let's have a look at the Schweppes here, and uh, one's already bitten the dust here. Uh, Super Strike is a six dollar fifty chance. Jojo is a man at eight dollars. Uh, Black Sail is a scratching, four cents a win and four cents a place. First in line, uh, I wasn't this morning, but I was down in the queue at uh, seventy one dollars. Mister Dependable at thirty one dollars. Democracy Manifest odds on a dollar eighty five. Five Kingdom is out, three cents a win and two cents a place. Mar and Par is a $9 chance. Mark Schnell is out, six cents a win and six cents a place. Mahagoni at five fifty, and Savory is a $17 chance. Um, not completely one-way traffic for Democracy Manifest, but already this morning is $2 into $1.85 with 20% of the total investment on it having come today. So they were quite happy to take the $2, quite happy to take the one ninety. now one eighty. Five. Second pick, not a great deal between Jojo as a man, Super Strike, then Mahagoni and Maran Pa. It's all happening at the Munns household there. But uh, look, guys, with Black Sail and Five Kingdom coming out, it looks like some of the speeds come out of this race. But I think what this will do was in, will ensure Mr. Dependable comes across, crosses Jojo was a man, and leads and dictates, which is how he races best. I think he'll get out in front, roll along at a genuine tempo. Small field, they'll spread out. Democracy manifests, probably settles fourth or fifth. Stalking gets his chance. Anthony? 
Yeah, the speed coming out of the race changed things for me. I was all set to tip Democracy Manifest, but with Black Sail coming out Five Kingdom, you're right, Mr Dependable probably takes it up. Jojo as a man's going to be right in his slipstream, and I'm going to lean his way with a tactical advantage. Number two, Jojo was a man. The small, food, the small field might just suit him a little bit better, and I think Democracy Manifest, we can get him beat today. Two, Jojo was a man. He chased that brutal speed. Well, he was used up for about the first 600 metres last time out to get outside the leader and I thought he stuck to the task really well. He's uh, fourth up now. He's a real track specialist. He was flying through the winter but he appreciates dry ground as well. It's a little claim. Gee, I think he can be really hard to beat here with that tactical advantage on number six, Democracy Manifest. Just looking at his his settling positions in, in run, this preparation, 10 of 10, 12 of 14, 11 of 11, 11 of 13. He gets back, he gives them a start, that's his pattern. He might run out of time here. I'm, I'm just tipping the, the horses in front of him, might just pinch a little break on him and he might just run out of time, Democracy Manifest. I'm no knock on him, his win was excellent last time out, but this just may not be run to suit him today. One super strike's just about ready. It's had two runs back from a two-year break. He picked them off really well last start to run third behind Cavalier Charles and he's ready for the mile, gets a soft draw while number 10, Mahogany, uh, he probably will get back as well and, and give them a bit of a start. I thought he did a good job to run on last start behind Nugget. Um, but again, he's probably going to give them a little bit of a start here, but he can certainly run well. Uh, two on top, I think we can get an upset. Two, Jojo was a man to beat six, one and ten. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from, Anthony, but I'm still confident with Democracy Manifest for a couple of reasons. I think Mr Dependable will ensure the tempo was genuine enough I think that he'll string these this field out a little. Only eight runners, so Democracy Manifest can probably settle fifth or sixth. Um, he'll be within striking distance on the turn, and he's got this brilliant finishing speed as he's shown all prep. And again, last start when he won at Randwick, um, he's got the ability to reel off tremendous closing sectionals. Small field out to the Randwick mile, genuine tempo. I think it sets up for the sixth democracy manifest. I've got him on top. Your selection too, Jojo, was a man. Definitely the danger. He's working up to a win. He does get run-of-the-race stuff here. I thought eight Marin Par <coughs> showed uh, something like his best form last start in the Nowra Cup. He could be on the way back. And one super strike is a Group 3 mile winner in New Zealand. Though he's got plenty of weight, his two runs here indicate he's close to winning form. Six democracy manifest on top, 6-2. Eight and one. Darren Flindell is with number one here, Super Strike, to beat six Democracy Manifest, two Jojo as a man, and eight Marin Par. One, six, two, and eight for Darren in race number seven. Uh, race eight months, and before we go to race eight, the text line is open this morning. Good morning, Mark from the Gong. Munz's neighbours must love that barking dog. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what, what about the bloke that thought it was Anthony's dog? Uh, I'm sure Ghost is better behaved than my dog. Is. Oh, hey. He is much better, baby. He's on holidays, Ghost, enjoying himself at the moment. Up the coast. Oh, well, I'm at home doing the heavy lifting. Hey, Muns. How's he going? Hey, yeah. Muns. We're, we're house-sitting at the moment, and um, there are these two cats that we're meant to be feeding every day. I think we are. I hope Karina is anyway. Um, <laughs> they sleep all day. And fair nickham, you, you go to bed, and they just come alive. No. They friggin' they've me out <laughs> all night. <laughs> and they might stop at maybe five in the morning. So, Oh, leave me out of that. Oh, leave us right out, Anthony. <laughs> See, the, the, the trouble is here, uh, no one rises to, uh, you know, until, you know, the, the sun is well over the yard arm. 
uh, and you know I'm left to battle with the dog, uh, and it, it's best goers when it gets out in the backyard. It's like it's having a conversation with every dog that lives within 50 metres of the house. It just gets in the corner of the yard and starts barking, and then they all join in. So it must be like a chat, chat group for dogs uh, of a morning. And it usually happens when you're on the radio. <laughs> yeah. dog, dogs have owners, cats have servants, apparently. Oh, right. True. Oh, you, you, you can sounds, have, sounds like you're a servant to that dog, Munz. Yeah, a, f- a fair bit longer than a millions a cat ever having residence in a Munzy household. <laughs> Good on you, Mark from the Gong. See what you started. Yeah. Right. Uh, I Ray, we, is it race eight, I think? Amazingly, I digress. Uh, but let's get back on track for the Grain Shaker Vodka here. And uh, Authentic Jewel is a $13 chance. Kerr Royale at $3.70. Nikki's Fling is a $17 chance. Pretty Wild is out. Seven cents a win and eight cents a place. Billion Dollar Baby is a $9.50 chance. Moshed up at $71. Starberetta's not there. No deduction. Vienna Princess at $10. Sunborn with the winkers on at $34. Electrica with the blinkers on at 18. Kahawati is not there. Six cents a win and six cents a place. Amathuba at $15. And again is a $26 chance. And Sunshine in Paris is at $2.40. Well, I hope I did people a turn yesterday. We told them not to bet uh, in this race until after scratchings this morning. Uh, because if you did bet before uh, when the uh, yesterday, uh, you'll cop the deductions and more than likely your horses that you're going to back are a little bit longer than they were yesterday. But um, most popular runner is Sunshine in Paris. Only just, and it's been 250 to 240 this morning, over Cur Royale, who's been 370, no change. Uh, they're clearly ahead of Billion Dollar Baby, which is the next pick, then Electrica and Amathuba. Look, I think Authentic Jewel will hold the rail and lead. She usually uh, comes out running and she'll settle on speed here. Moshtop probably goes with her. Armathuba and Billion Dollar Baby will be up on speed as well. Kerr Royale might get a nice run with cover. Zach Lloyd's got some decisions to make early here, Anthony, what he does with Sunshine in Paris. He's a little awkwardly drawn here, but the tempo should be solid. Yeah, I saw it the same way, Ray, and you are banking on Sunshine in Paris. Just finding a spot, perhaps midfield mm. one-off when she gets a chance to blend in. Look, I'm leaning her way, 14 on top, 14, 5, 2 and 3. We've only seen her twice. She was dynamic down at Canberra. I called that race and she just absolutely smoked them. And then she went to Doomben in that uh, listed race. She got held up on the home turn. She had a duck back to the inside and she was probably unlucky not to win behind Stroll. And the Boom North Queenslander, Chinny Boom. The format of that race has stacked up terrifically well. The fourth horse, Exo Lady, since ran third in the listed race. The fifth and sixth horses out of the race have both won since. They ran fast time. It was faster than the Group 2, George Moore, same distance, same day. And the last 600 was comparable. She's got 50 kilos. I've got to lean her way. She looks like she's got the class to uh, to be too good for this lot. And she's a horse with a lot of a, prom- a lot of promise. So 14 to beat five billion dollar baby. This had trolled particularly well prior to its first up run behind Iona Merck when it got held up and uh, dashed to the line late to run third. Second up, gets a good map here. It can run well. Uh, number two, Coeur Royale, likewise. Second up, uh, went down fighting behind Barossa Rosa first up. It's got an unbeaten second up record and the right map, so it's absolutely got a great chance. Well, number three, Nikki's Fling, I think perhaps was a better run than Coeur Royale in that same race first up. Gave it a big start and only got beat... Uh, a length or so at the finish, but tactically 
from a map point of view, is probably going to be behind them all and have to run them down. So 14 to beat 5, 2 and 3. Yeah, the, the barrage rule was the key for me here, Anthony. I've ended up going with 2 Kerr Royale because she just might get the right run here in comparison to the Philly Sunshine in Paris, who's a little awkwardly drawn. I thought Kerr Royale was excellent first up. She was overraced a touch, but today she should be able to find some cover, which is how she races best, just off the speed. She'll peel out. She'll certainly look the winner at some stage in the straight. Can she hold off 14 Sunshine in Paris? I'm hoping so. Sunshine in Paris, for all the reasons Anthony mentioned, she might be a very, very talented filly. Any sort of luck in running hard to beat. I'm also with three Nikki's fling as one of the main chances. Her comeback run was excellent and and uh, nine Sunborn sort of sneaking under the radar here. We heard from Dylan Gibbons earlier. She didn't have much luck in that race at Canterbury first up and she'll improve off that. Intriguing race, Barry draw makes it even more so. Two Kerr Royale on top. Run of the race stuff might go her way. Two fourteen, three and nine. Same uh, same top two in order for, for Darren here. Two Kerr Royale to beat 14 Sunshine in Paris. Uh, five Billion Dollar Baby and one Authentic Jewel to maybe bounce back here. Two, 14, five and one for Darren in race eight. Munns race nine we go to now. The Tab Handicap benchmark 78, 1400 metres. Yes, and our first runner here is Crystal Breeze. Uh, Scratch from Brisbane runs here for Chris Lees, and it's a $15 chance. Maran Parra is out. It's running early, and no deduction for it. Saint of Katowice is at $5.50. Astero at $12. Kalino is out, runs in the last. Six cents a win and seven cents a place. Bend the knee at 15 Dr. Evil at $34. We've got Iger resuming at $26. Kanazawa is $4.40. Shadow Park at 41 Robusto, James McDonald, a half over at this stage at $5. Green Shadows, now Tyler Schiller only claiming one kilo. The Blinkers go on. The Pacifiers pre-race come off. was a late scratching last Saturday uh, when it was uh, inadvertently administered with a, a saline drench by the vet. Uh, and uh, Gerald and Sterling scratched it. It is the $3.80 favourite. Bluff and Bluster is a $34 chance and Estadio Mastala is out. 18 cents a win and 14 cents a place after it was $4 to $3.70 before it was scratched. Most popular runner here is Green Shadows. And it's even this morning, $4 into $3.80. Clearly here, about three times as popular as Robusto and Kanazawa. And the next pick is Saint of Katowice. So they're looking to play market order in race number nine. Saint of Kate Avitza probably gets complete control here. Anthony leads. Stero might settle on um, up on speed as well. Green Shadows will get a nice run, but Saint of Kate Avitza should lead and dictate here. Yeah, absolutely. I saw it the same way, but I am leaning towards number 12, Green Shadows. Shouldn't be too far off them. 12, 11, 9, and 3. Just too hard to ignore that Kovalika form, isn't it? Um, these first two horses, they really sprinted away to fight it out at Warwick Farm recently. It was four weeks ago, but gee, Kovalika just hasn't looked backwards after that. It's won two in a row in Queensland, including a Group 3. The third horse, Awesome John's, come out and was since placed at Flemington. The form stacks up and they raced away from the others on in, in, in that race at Warwick Farm. Dropped six and a half kilos, gets a good draw and, and wasn't knocked about in a recent Rose Hill trial, so has been kept up to the mark despite not racing for for four weeks so i've got a lean green shadows way to beat number 11 robusto this was desperately unlucky at its most recent run when it snuck up the inside 
complete forget, didn't get any luck at all. It drew wide that day and had to go back and then they rode for luck and it just didn't get any. Gets a good draw, can position a bit closer today. Uh, horse number nine, uh, Kenazawa. This is just about ready. Raced a bit tight uh, down the straight at its most recent run, but it's now had two runs back from a spell, should be ready to peak. And as Ray said, Sainov Katowice gets uh, complete control out in front. And actually comes out of a really high-rating race at Sandown, first up from the break, where the, the winner of that race has since performed well at Sandown. So stacks up for him to run really well here. But uh, 12 to beat, 11, 9 and 3. Yeah, same top four numbers, Anthony. Slightly different order. I've got nine Kanazawa on top. As you see, didn't have a, a lot of galloping room when third in the Democracy Manifest race two weeks ago. He's third up today. Um, he won over um, this course and distance third up last prep, and he looks like he's working his way back to similar form. Nine Kanazawa on top from 11 Robusto. He didn't have any luck in that same race, won by Democracy Manifest. And uh, from this barrier, though, just need the touch of luck to get into clear galloping room again. 12 green shadows, no knock on him at all. That Kobalika form, as Anthony said, does look excellent now. Month between runs, coming back in trip, blinkers go on, lot to like about him. And three, Sainov Katowice just gets control up front and he'll take running down. Nine, Kanazawa on top, nine, 11, 12 and three. Uh, nine, a special for Darren Flindell. Nine, Kanazawa, one of his better bets of the day to beat number 12, Green Shadows, 11, Robusto, and one, Lord Olympus, 13, 7, 3, and 1. Uh, I should say, pardon me, they were your numbers, right? Uh, nine, good right. thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the screen just flicks over there. Um, mm. Over racing here. Nine, a special. 12, 11, and 1. Nine, a good thing. 12, 11, and 1. Tenth and last month's last of the day, uh, we go to the Furphy handicap here and finishing off with a benchmark 78, 1200 metres. Yeah, just back to that race. Green Shadow's now getting into a price that's uh, nearly half as much as he was last Saturday in a benchmark 72, and he's racing in a benchmark 78 today. Uh, putters are all over him today. He was uh, nowhere near as well supported last Saturday as he has been today, and he's in a stronger race this week. Uh, race number 10 here to round out the program, and we've got Lord Olympus at $14. Mosman Gorge is at $51. Destination is a $7 chance. Cuban Royale is out. Two cents a win and one cent the place. Monty Ditto at 16 Bugalugs is a $19 chance. Colino at $4. We've got Show Some Decorum at $9.50. Devil's Throat at $6.50. Louvois at $26. Ringmaster is out. Four cents a win and four cents a place. Waddy Goes is out. Three cents a win and three cents a place. And Iona Merck. Good luck to the team involved there with Iona Merck. It is a $2.90 favourite and has two and a half times the amount of money on its nearest rival, which is Destination. Third pick is show some decorum, and those three runners are clearly ahead of the rest. We heard from Bjorn Baker earlier, boys, and uh, he'd like Rachel King to ride Iona Merck with a bit of intent early to get across. Bugger lugs will come with it. Devil's throat, gee, he's a touch of luck. Might get posted here, but Iona Merck, I think, will find the fence and lead. He'll be hard to catch, Anthony. You had Lavoie going forward as well. Uh, numbers here in the last uh, eight, 13, 7 and 3. I thought this was a good each-way bet. Number 8, show some decorum up from Melbourne. I think they've picked the right mark here. It was a very good winner at Pakenham first up from the break. It was six weeks ago, sat back and, gee, that race rated really well. It was 13 lengths better than standard. 
and uh, it did an excellent job in the format of the races already stacked up particularly well so had a recent jump out at Mornington to be kept up to the mark and if you go through his form last preparation around the likes of Old Flame um, Uncle Bryn that all ties in pretty good here so I thought he was a terrific each way chance with a good map I put him on top number eight show some decorum to beat number 13, Iona Merck, who tries to cross, finds the fence, going to be awfully hard to run down. They just have to stretch it to 1,200 metres. Number seven, Kalino, certainly in the mix here. First up from a three-month break. Might need a little bit further than this, but, gee, I thought it looked sharp in a recent trial and gets a good map, while number three, Destinations, racing well at the Canterbury midweeks or night meetings and can take that form to Saturday class. Eight to beat 13, seven and three. I'm with 13, Iona Merck, boys. I think it's a promising three-year-old going through his grades really well. It's his fifth start in his first prep, which is the only issue, but Bjorn Baker wouldn't be running Iona Merck if he wasn't happy with the horse, and that Rose Hill win was really strong and tough, holding off Sacramony. He's the one they've got to catch. Seven, Kalino, a touch short of Kalino's best, but he'll be charging late. Three, Destination Racing particularly well, deserves his chance in this grade. And nine, Devils Throat, again, the, the barrage rule awkward, but with any luck in running, he might be the knockout horse. 13, Iona Merck on top. 13, seven. Seven, three and nine. Similar numbers again for Darren. 13, 7, 3 and 1. 13, Iona Merck to beat 7, Kalino. 3, Destination 1, Lord Olympus. Ray, your best in value for Christmas Eve racing, please. Yeah, pretty keen on Democracy Manifest. Race 7, number 6, value. Race 5, number 2, made by Khan. Ray, we'll let you go. A very Merry Christmas. And we will, I think we'll do it again. Monday morning for the Boxing Day program. We will. Merry Christmas to you, Rich, and to all the listeners, and hope Santa is kind. Good man. Anthony, uh, your best in value for Ramwick today? Race three, number eight, Osbred Flirt. The best race, ten, number eight, show some decorum, the best value, Richard. Mate, you enjoy the races today and have a a very Merry Christmas, but it's on again on Monday. Thanks, guys. It's been a pleasure. Okay, Anthony Manton there. Uh, And Munns will do... um, uh, well, it's hit nine o'clock, so see what happens with these markets, and we will do a bit of Melbourne form shortly. Yes, well, I can tell you, Richard, the first horse back bright on nine o'clock is Mahagoni. One customer taking the five fifty, followed by another one taking the five. It's into four dollars and eighty cents, so it's trimmed up seventy cents since we did that race, pushing the favourite Democracy Manifest from one eighty five back to one ninety. Uh, so uh, Mahagoni, sort of first horse back at the uh, at the nine o'clock bell.